2: There is a common misconception about europe and black people that basically there are no black people there other than maybe in london as a first generation west indian born in london myself i too fall victim to this strange phenomenon occasionally a reader from russia or as happened this week from estonia will contact me and i'll think to myself how on earth did black people get there yeah yeah i know it's dumb But if you catch me on a wet, miserable Monday morning, I'm liable to think anything. So, more to remind me than to educate anyone else that we are a global people, this particular slice of history is from Poland via Germany and takes us right the way around Europe. Let me introduce you to Miss Lala, also known as Olga Kyra, the Venus of the Tropics, the Cannon Woman, and the african princess this is king Carusta black history buff and welcome to the black history buff podcast each episode will be going through another chapter from black history and showcasing one of the amazing characters from black history you can find us on instagram at black history buff 777 and at bhb media 777 also on instagram so please kick back relax and enjoy today's show Miss Lala was born Anna, Olga, Albertina Brown to Wilhelm Brown and Marie Christine, forgive my pronunciation, Bostard on April 21st, 1858 in the former German but now Polish city of Stettin. She first appeared in the circus aged nine and found fame aged 21 in France. She toured around Europe, eventually finding her way to London, where she performed at the Royal Aquarium and Manchester's Gaiety Theatre. Lala was part of the troupe called Folies Beger and the Kaziah Sisters. She partnered with another strength acrobat called Philophia Stursica, Kyra Leblanche. Together, they were known as Les Deux Papillons, The Two Butterflies. The circus... As was done at that time, played up Lala's African ancestry to create mystery and thereby increase ticket sales. Stories were circulated saying that she was a dethroned African princess who lost her throne and was sold into slavery. These kind of backstories were often created for circus acts and similar backstories for circus performers in America, such as Zubaila the Circassian Lady, are well documented. I touch on the topic briefly in my episode about Russian poet Alexander Pushkin, who died 30 years before Miss Lala's first performance. Lala's Iron Jaw act was hailed in Paris as being superior to the male Iron Jaw performers, a compliment which must have stuck in many a man's throat. I'm so cheesy. In an 1879 newspaper report, Lala's act is described in detail. The article mentions how Lala hung from her knees on a trapeze. Okay, okay, get ready for this. While holding a second trapeze in her mouth, a child, a woman and a man then took it in turn to perform poses on the second trapeze and then a duo act took their turn all the while with Lala bearing their weight between her teeth let me just go back over that a child a woman a man and then two other full grown human beings all hung from this trapeze whilst Lala held it in her teeth wow to top it off then a woman performed a toe hang of the second trapeze whilst holding the weight of another woman in her arms then the ante was upped even further as lala was lifted up to the roof rafters where she hung upside down on her trapeze using just one leg whilst holding the weight of a man on each arm and the weight of one between her teeth. I've got to be honest. I would be absolutely terrified watching this and it makes me want to go to the circus. The Cirque du Soleil needs to be able to top that. If I'm not seeing you hold a whole family in your teeth while being lifted up to the rafters, I don't want to see you show But it's not over. The grand finale of her act was Miss Lala lifted a Civil War era cannon with wheels up into the air with her teeth. The cannon was then fired with the aftershock of the blast causing Lala's body to just bounce around involuntarily. I'm sorry, I... That's just incredible. One reviewer said, She does all that her muscular rivals have done and a great deal more. Lala, as we have hinted, is a representative of a dark-skinned race. But in the manner of strength, she is prepared to assert her superiority of the boastful people who will have it that all virtues are associated with a light complexion. I mean, okay, it's a backhanded compliment, but this was roughly the late 1800s. And for a writer to actually pretty much say that she's proving that she can do it better than all the white people, I think that's a pretty big thing. Miss Lala really represented what we would call today black girl magic to the absolute fullest. Hey guys, I hope you're doing well and have been enjoying the content. Look, I'm going to be blunt. I really want to do this podcasting, content creation thing full time, but I can't do this without your support. And yeah, I mean financial support. So for the price of a medium-sized coffee, nah, 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 nah. For the price of a Jamaican patty, you can help to support the podcast, IG page, Facebook page, blog, YouTube account and now my website by either joining my Patreon or making a one-off donation to my PayPal account. And if that's not your thing, then you could even hop over to blackhistorybuff.com and check out the merch on there. I've got hoodies, jumpers, t-shirts, all themed around Black History so not only can you listen to your history, you can wrap it in your clothing as well. So, For the price of a small oxtail and rice, you can help to bring more hidden tales from black history into the limelight. Lala was immortalised at the age of 21 when she was painted by Edgar Degas at the Cirque Fernando, which was close to his studio. The painting shows Lala suspended from the roof of the circus by a rope connected to a bit between her teeth. Um, if you actually go onto my website and you find the corresponding blog post that goes along with this episode, you'll see the actual painting itself and the sketch that Degas did to prepare to do the full painting. And there's a really cool effect on there. So if you get a chance, just hop over to www.blackhistorybuff.com and you'll actually see um, a split screen of the painting there on the website. So, back to the show Degas, who himself was mixed-raced on his mother's side Watched La La's popular act for four nights But was challenged by the perspective that he was faced with You know, he's trying to paint from underneath the subject And also trying to stick to the style of like the 1870s theory of colour choices And he was also challenged by trying to paint a pose that would kind of capture the movement and motion of what she was actually doing and one of the critics at the time wrote that it was considered to be among the artist's most striking and complex achievements and like I said if you go to the website and you have a look you'll see it's absolutely stunning piece of work you should definitely check that out. Lala continued to perform from the 1860s up to the late 1880s. In 1888 she married an American contortionist by the name of Emmanuel Woodson. This was the same year her stage partner, Philofia, tragically died from a fall. Emmanuel and Lala went on to have a daughter, Rose Eddie Woodson, who was born in London, 1894. According to the newspaper, The New York Age, the couple went on to have two more daughters who formed an act called The Three Kazars. In the last years of his life, Lala's husband, Emmanuel, was the stage manager of a circus in Brussels. The last known date of Lala's life, when she was known as Anna Woodson and Olga Woodson, is in 1919 from a US passport application. So that episode was about Miss Lala, the iron-jawed acrobat. And it actually, as story actually ends, the last recorded information about Miss Lala is from 1919, which if you're interested, ties in quite nicely with the first podcast episode I ever did on the Harlem Hellfighters, which is episode number one of the Black History Buff podcast. Um, And it also ties in with some future episodes that will be coming on Black Germans and Black Germany. So please keep listening to the show, share with your friends leave a rating on apple and um check out the website oh 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 i've forgotten i have actually um added a map to my website for sales it's one of it's a it's a really nice looking scratch off map and i thought for those of you who've been listening to the show who are into these kind of things um you might you might quite like to get a little scratch off map and maybe together we can mark off the areas and the countries that I'm going through on the map as I go through episode by episode. So if you're interested, you can actually head over to um, my website, which is blackhistorybuff.com. And if you put in the discount code black, so that's capital B, capital L, capital A, capital C, capital K777, you'll actually get a 50% discount of the map. Um, Just a little something that I've um, managed to source and put on there, and I thought it might be a bit of fun. So I hope you've enjoyed the episode, and I'll be speaking to you all soon. Take care.
1: At Parker, our purpose is simple.